Hey, it's Alante here. Just want to take a moment and say thanks for listening to this audio blog. Black and in Grad School was created to encourage and inspire people of color to and through the grad school journey. Enjoy. Hey, it's Alante here with another audio blog of Black and in Grad School. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. Let's get to it. So this week's lesson from the trap is Jadena trampoline which is low-key one of my favorite songs from 2017 slash 20, yeah 2017 2016 it was made popular on insecure season two where it was played i want to say at bump and grind however like i said i've been on song from when he first released his album and always been a song i liked and essentially the chorus goes the lady in a trap is because she bounces up and down like a trampoline which like always spoke to me I don't know like when I do choose to go out and have a good time with my friends I live it up right like I work hard but I play way harder y'all I promise and so just because you see me dancing or having a good time doesn't mean that I'm not about my business um that I'm not a grad student or you know trying to better myself in some way you know I'm just really having a good time and so I've always loved this song but lately (laughs) um There's been a couple lyrics that have been, like, legit pushing me. I've been listening to the song a lot. It's on my Afrobeats and Soka um, playlist, even though I know it's not technically either. But, I mean, I think I feel like it's personally inspired um, by the two genres. So, like, I already told you the chorus. And it's, like, the first verse, like, you ain't even got a vent. I know, baby, you spent. Anybody work hard as you got it right to get lit. Uh, yeah, I have a, I work hard. And so when I decide to go out, again, I'm going to have a great time. And it's like, I get it, I get it, you in it to win it. I get it, I get it, you living forbidden. So it's like, you know, people would assume I have to behave a certain way because I'm a graduate student or because of, you know, I don't know, people might think that I'm like stuffy or whatever because I'm like an engineering graduate student, PhD student. That sounds like maybe I'm lame, but nah, like I like to have a good time. And then the second verse goes, what the F we get degrees for? If we ain't flying overseas more. And he says a bunch of other stuff. But like, for real, like, I'm not doing this just to say, ooh, I got a degree. No, I'm doing this so I can live the life that I want. And it does include traveling. But like, I'm not doing all this work just to live a boring life. Like, this is a step to my um, ultimate goal. This is a step that leads me to my ultimate goal. That is a life that I enjoy. And so I'm not spending all this time on these degrees to keep me warm at night. Like I'm doing it so that I can enjoy the life that I'm, I'm putting some of the things that I enjoy on pause to a degree um, so that I can do them more abundantly later. Right. So trampoline is my jam. Take a minute. Listen to it. Listen to the words. Let it speak to you. Ladies, if you about to go out, it's a really great song. Like don't get it twisted just because you see me. Maybe catch a little twerk. Don't mean I'm a hoochie. I'm just having a good time. So that's today's lesson from the trap. I hope you enjoyed. So just to give you an overview of last week, I had um, homework, like usual, readings, and so far my classes are going okay. I won't say that they're like perfect by any means, but like they're going to take a lot of work, but I'm like weirdly enthusiastic about this semester. And I have a new routine where I wake up, I usually go to bed about 1030 now, so I'm typically up about 6, 
I've been lucky some days I just wake up at like four in the morning and I'm like so excited that I'm up that early because I can get so much done and I can take my time with um, my morning routine. And so I've incorporated a new morning routine. I've done it for the last three weeks. So I feel like, yeah, this is probably going to be my thing. I'm going to see how it goes this semester as things pick up. But I wake up every morning. I make my bed. I work out for like 15, 20 minutes. That's actually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because I don't like working out, but I'm working on it. Um, and then I meditate for like five to 10 minutes and then I plan out my day. Then I take a shower, um, get ready. Da, da, da. And at night, um, about nine 30, I take 20 minutes and I like tidy up my house, you know, put the dishes in the dishwasher, all that jazz, um, lay my clothes out and, and pack my book bag and then put all my lunch, like either in a plastic bag or just kind of like set it all together. So I know in the market just grab it out the refrigerator and head out so um also when I put my my I, I, I don't drink coffee I drink tea so I like wash out my tea um my mug and set it by my water so that in the morning when I go in there I don't remember to turn on my tea kettle so I can make my tea and so that's my little routine honestly the night I'm still working on but the mo- the morning is pretty much locked down and I use an app called routinist I wish they would give me money to tell you more about it but I do use it and it's been really really great it's free it's routinist um without the e so then it's n-i-s-t and it kind of like keeps helps me keep track and honestly i need to add more time to my meditation and planning i have myself like 10 minutes it really takes me like usually 25 so i can you know accommodate and see how long things are taking me to do or make up for it in another section of my time that i set aside but i really like it and um Soon I won't need it anymore because the routine will feel natural to me. But I really, really like it. And it's helping me kind of stay on top of things. So, um, but what happened on Saturday is I didn't do my routine. And I woke up <laughs> and started doing homework. And literally, um, this homework assignment took me down like a rabbit hole of guilt. And so, it started at about 10 a.m. I sat down to do my work for the day and on Thursdays Thursday nights I usually I have a big whiteboard so I usually stop and write out all of my plans for the weekend like what are my priorities like what assignments I want to get done what readings I want to get done and I check them off as I do them and so my number one priority was this homework assignment since it was number one I started on it first because I knew it was going to take me the most time to complete it ended up taking me up until about one o'clock on Sunday but the issue was 10 to 6 on Friday, I mean, excuse me, on Saturday that I spent on it, I got nothing done. Like, I was so confused, trying to start, couldn't really figure it out, and I was starting to, I caught myself getting frustrated, so, you know, like, I definitely took some breaks in there, like, I had to eat, and um, I was washing clothes, so I had to, like, stop and, you know, put clothes in the washer, put clothes in the dryer, etc., go put some coins in the machine, and, um, but by by 5.30, I was literally, literally in tears actually probably started about four but I get myself together and I try again I'd be crying again it's funny now but that day I was very frustrated and so I felt a lot of guilt about feeling bad um and so I want to talk about like three types of guilt that I've experienced as a graduate student especially as a PhD student now and all of them kind of happened in that moment so just to take you kind of to where I was in that space when I was like literally I was like crying crying y'all it was bad 
Um, and I'm a bit sensitive and dramatic, so I totally understand that not everyone is crying over these things, but I was. And so I'm sharing with you what was going on. Um, and I bet these feelings aren't necessarily new. They just might not bring you to tears like they do for me. So whatever. Um, the first thing was just frustration with myself. Like, why didn't I start doing this earlier? Um, I should have started on Tuesday when he gave the assignment out. Like, now nah, I'm stressed and look at me, I'm stressed. And I, I didn't have to be this stressed out. Um, I should, which really is translated into like, I should have spent more time on school before this. And I don't know, I feel like what I've always heard with grad school and like just kind of academia, like there's, you're never done. Um, actually I, I got a tweet, I want to say last week or two weeks ago from someone that literally said like, academia is a never ending list of to do's. And so you have to pick the ones that you really want to get done and work on those and try to repress the guilt of not getting the rest done and that's a really hard pill to swallow um I'm a action-oriented person and I make my list and I enjoy checking them off so it's kind of hard um to deal with that when there's like this never-ending loop I feel like I'm in with grad school like the moment I feel like I got one thing done five new things have piled onto my to my task list and it's kind of like, well, even if I never stopped working on it, I think it'd never get done. And if I literally never slept, never answered my mama phone calls or my granddaddy's phone calls or my friend's phone calls, I would still be like never done with my work. And so um, I have to kind of like use that logic to help myself like get over the guilt. Like what the reality is, the person that I am, I'm not going to always spend all my time on school. I've never been that person. I really believe in having a full life. And what I have to do is prioritize and just work really hard and try to be super laser focused. And I do spend time on any given task. And that's something I'm also working on. Sometimes it's great. My focus is like on 10 out of 10 and other days it's on two or other hours it's on two. And so kind of having to work on ebb and flow and I track when I'm not on track and I also track when I am on task. So that way I know, I'm hoping that at some point, um, I'm learning R right now, so I'm going to be super nerdy and probably do like a data analysis. I have data from the last four years of Pomodoros because I am a nerd and <laughs> I track myself. So using certain keywords, seeing when I'm at, when I'm productive, when I'm not, because I, I write most of the times when I'm bullshitting, literally either B, BS or bullshitting. And so I can like search for the certain keywords. And like I said, create some information um, about myself and my productivity from the data that I have. It's from my last year in my master's program, the three years I was in, I was working. And then of course, my first semester of college, of grad school, my PhD program. So um, I'm hoping that I'll like, provide me some insight about maybe times that I work best. Um, even though I know the time I used to work best was at like 10 to two, but I'm not, I'm not there no more. 28, knocking on 29. I don't like working late at night cause then I don't wake up early and then my whole day is like rush and I don't like that feeling anymore. So, um, seeing maybe if there's a midday point that I'm really productive as well. Um, but the point I'm making for you is that don't, get into the loop of feeling guilty not about not spending enough time on school because what'll happen is when you're in the moments that you can take a break 
with your friends. You might be over there like lamenting in your head, like I should be studying this, I should be studying that. And you can't even appreciate the time you are spending with your family and your friends or, you know, doing an activity you enjoy because you're worried about what you haven't done. So kind of like a part of getting rid of the guilt is embracing the moment that you're in and just trying your best to appreciate whatever you're doing, whatever it is you're doing outside of school. Um, next is time about guilt, about the time you spend away from your family and friends. So this is something I think I, that really was frustrating for me this weekend. Like here I am, I have people in town to visit me. We don't know anyone else in Pittsburgh. Most of my friends, I'm the only person they know in Pittsburgh. So when they come to Pittsburgh, they come to see me. And so to not be able to entertain it at my full capacity really upset me. And it's like, I'm not doing all of this to live my life in a silo. Um, and also, like, because I'm new to the city and I don't know anybody, for real, for real, only time, like, I hug a person is when I'm at home with my family or when someone comes and visits me and I finally give a person a hug. Like, that shit is mad isolating. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I was like, here I am with finally, like, other humans I can talk to beyond school-related stuff, and I don't even have time to spend with them because I'm so busy with school, or I'm upset about school stuff, when in the big picture, school is important, but it's not the most important thing. The people that you care and that you love about, that you love on, are important, and that relationship that you build with them is important, and when you pass, you know, um, your professor, unless y'all got really close, probably not going to show up to your funeral. You know what I mean? Your loved ones are. And I, I, that was a thought I even got back in my master's. Like, okay, if I die tomorrow, no professor's going to go up there and be like, Alante was on time to class every single week, and she turned in every homework assignment early. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not even going to notice unless, again, you build a really strong relationship with them. So the people that will notice are your loved ones. And so I do feel guilt when I feel frustrated about school, when there are so many bigger things, you know, that I think are going on. Um, and so I don't really even have an answer for that guilt, but addressing what it is. And I guess, I don't know, doing your best to keep in touch with people, be it liking their stuff on Facebook or giving them a call, um, I think, or send them a text, you know, those things are, are good and kind of keep you in touch with family and friends because you also don't want to get to the end of your road the end of your degree and none of them are there to support you because you haven't talked to them in four or five years or you know however many years it takes you to finish your program that's also heartbreaking too right you get all the way done you done all this you've made all these accomplishments and no one's there to support you and back you like hell no i'm not living my life like that um but there is still guilt because i like i said i i hold relationships in high regard and the last piece of guilt, um, which I kind of touched on in the last one, because they all go together, because it's all about guilt, is guilt about school-related issues in the grander scheme of things. So, like I said, Saturday, I was literally crying about school, like about a homework assignment. And my friends who came to visit me, her little brother, her little brother passed not even a full month ago. Well, almost exactly a full month ago when they visited. And it also was his first birthday since he passed. He would have been 27. And 
my heart hurt so bad for her and the fact that I was so upset about school that I couldn't be there for her and she came to see me, you know, not to get her mind off of it, but also, you know, like not to be brought down by me being down. So it was, it was hard to deal with that because I really felt like here I am upset about some fucking homework and she is literally in grieving her brother. And I ended up like calling her in in tears because I couldn't keep it together. Like I got to take a break. Let's go have dinner, you know, whatever. And her and her fiance were super sweet and, you know, had me come over to the Airbnb and, you know, gave me a drink, (laughs) you know, and like just we were able to have dinner and laugh. But, you know, when I got to her, I was still in tears. I had my hat on trying to cover my eyes because I was all upset and I'm low-key light-skinned. So, like, I was red. And, you know, in all that she was going through, she said something so, so true, but also so graceful. Um, She said, no one's issues are more or less than any other person's. We all get the issues that we get because those are the ones that we can handle. And it's like... You know what? That is super real. Um, And it's okay that I'm frustrated about school and upset and sad in the same way it's okay for her to be going through what she's going through. And while I still have a hard time maybe wrapping my head around the fact that what I'm going through is even comparable to what she's going through, um, the reality is what I'm going through or what you might be going through as it relates to school it's okay that you are having those issues and don't get sucked into the idea of feeling guilty for feeling bad about something related to school when school's not going the way you want it to. Um, just kind of like, instead of trying to use that logic to get yourself out of it, feel it and push through it. Um, and that is really all I have to say right now about guilt I'm sure there's a lot more guilt that comes about. And if there's something else that you want to share that you feel guilty about, you know, let me know. Send me an email. We could talk about it. If you want me to share um, in the podcast, in the audio blog, I will. If not, we can just talk about it because I certainly deal with guilt all the time um, about a lot of different things. But I felt like those three things, time away from your family and friends, not spending enough time on your schoolwork or your research, And then when you are upset about school and research, how you might compare them to like the grander scheme of things, um, those are three traps that really don't improve your productivity and they just kind of just make you feel crappy. So why entertain thoughts and make you feel crappy? You don't have to. And so that is the end of this episode. I really hope that this was helpful to you. Um and providing more insight about like what I go through. Um, Like I said, I'm such a softie. So I probably will tell you many more stories of how I was crying because I'm literally crying (laughs) all the time. Um, So what I do want to do is share another. um, It wasn't a review. It was a really great email I got from Ngazi. Hi, Ngazi. I'm not going to read her entire message. It was really nice, but um, I am going to read a couple of sentences from it. Hi, Alante. 
I just wanted to reach out and thank you very much for the resources that you have on your strengths, not strikes website, get to grad school emails and your podcast. I've really taken notes on everything and have listened to all your podcasts and gotten so much from them. It has been so great to hear your entire process with your grad school journey. Um, so thank you, Ngazi. That felt like so good to hear. And I don't mention often, but if you go to strengths, not strikes.com. So strengths has an S on it. So it's plural strengths, not strikes.com. I actually have a seven day email course about applying to graduate school. And so I ask some major questions about whether you should do master's or PhD. Um, and I'm going to actually add the four questions you should ask yourself either if you're a prospective or current graduate student to that, to that, um, email. And also it's seven days of information. So getting your letter of recommendations together, um, how to apply, like how, like there's a worksheet about, um, like to help you organize your search. And then once you're done with your search, organizing your recommend, your recommenders and the, your entire application process. And I really try to make it super easy to do and take a lot of the stress of like not knowing where to begin out of the graduate school application process. So if you're planning on going to graduate school and haven't started, even though I know for the most part application season is closed for um, some of the R1 schools, but if you are still looking, um, I hope that you'll check out that resource that I've created. It's been actually up for almost seven or eight months now, believe it or not. I created it, but I've always been afraid to share it. So now that I hear someone likes it, if you're interested or know someone interested, please share it with them as well. Um, another thing that she said was an interesting thing was listening to your December 26th podcast. You talked about reaching out to elderly people in our lives. And I thought to myself, I don't have anyone I can reach out to. And she lives abroad, but she met an 82 year old woman in um, her home where she's living. And she checks on her every week and they talk now and they meet for lunch which really made me so happy um because I feel like that's something that I think is very important reaching out to the elderly people in your life or like in Gazi did she met someone and now she literally hangs out with her on every week and they have lunch and so this woman isn't dealing with loneliness anymore and now Ngazi has also a sweet person that she can talk to and provide wisdom and just make their lives better so I loved this email and um this did not make me cry but a thug tear did drop when I got it but shout out to you Ngazi thank you so much for listening and like like I said every week um as I get information I will share it and read it because it makes I appreciate getting feedback and I really want it. So I'm actually wrapping up the email or excuse me, wrapping up this podcast, but um, it will be followed by a short stint with all my email information. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. Remember grad school is tough, but you're tougher. Bye. Hi, Alante again. I really want this project to be a resource for my fellow people of color and women in grad school. So if you have any questions or requests for topics, shoot me an email at alante at strengthsnotstrikes.com. That's A-L-L-A-N-T-E at strengthsnotstrikes.com. Please remember to subscribe and review and share with your other friends in grad school. Thank you.